Hey guys, this is Joe from Joe's Compendium. Just letting you guys know we will still be uploading new episodes here. They will just be a little day, couple days behind from when we post them on Patreon. Uh, thanks for listening to us when we post up, and I hope you guys still enjoy the content. And hello everybody, this is Joe, Joe's Compendium, and as per usual, I have Valk with me. Yo, I'm a bit pissed and- today. <laughs> He's a little pissy today. Um... He, uh, he motherfucker's a good smile, right? So, like, a few months back, I ordered my Kage in Android because that's like my favorite show right now. Fucking love me some Love is War. And, uh, well, the assholes fucking sent me the wrong Nendoroid. <laughs> that insult to injury, it's one I canceled my pre order on, which is kind of funny. So, it was a Nezuko, it was a Nezuko Nendroid he canceled. Fucking good smile. I'm writing you a. A polite letter later. Because I want my right Nendoroid, but I don't think I'm going to get it because they're all sold out on the website. Uh, So, fuck! That's that's something they're going to have to fix because you did not order that and you canceled it. And I know you probably have all your receipts, so you're going to... I pre-ordered that fucking Kaguya Nendoroid as soon as it came online, which was in, I think fucking like april or something i have been yeah. waiting forever for it <laughs> oh man all right so <laughs> initial three yeah initial three uh i'm gonna head this off with um i'm not gonna start off with the start this off with this but uh i just can't believe what i've seen from toei that's all i'm gonna say you'll see why later hey, um, hey, hey you're, you're forgetting something you're forgetting something what what am, what am i what am i forgetting so uh last episode yeah um that that didn't happen um we recorded it and the audio was totally fucked so yeah yeah there there's programming notes out of the way as you were saying <laughs> yes uh just to follow up on those program notes because that was on purpose by the way uh what I might do is I might bundle up a bunch of older episodes that I have in the vault that were not edited just so people can listen to how bad I am at editing. So, you know, that'll be fun for you. Uh, anyways, so to start this off, this season is not flooded with a lot of um, second seasons. There's a lot of them. There's like four or five, but there isn't too many second seasons as opposed to being a lot of new anime and let me tell you these new anime some of them are pretty impressive i'm not gonna lie to you there's there's the stuff that's got me hype yeah like i so just to start like i've always been a fan of these two particular anime uh anybody who's talked to me knows that i've been like this deserves an anime this deserves an anime. When this gets an anime, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, this is great. When this gets an anime, you're going to be like, oh man, I should have listened to Joe and read the manga. Well, it happened. And it happened for two of them. One's an isekai, one's a rom-com. We got Horimiya, which is so damn good. Such a good rom-com. And then Mushoko Tensei, which the way that they're going about it is a very interesting way to take onto the manga, but it's also very accurate. And that's I, I will start I will state that. But what we're gonna start with is Hori Mia because Hori Mia 
is so well done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is good shit. The animation is top quality. It was, it was, it's that style of animation that's like, it'll either be really good or really bad. And it was really good. And I'm so happy. The characters, as somebody who's read the manga, I've always loved them. I love what they touch. I love the things that the manga touches upon for the character growth for all of the characters. And it's just so nice to look at. And Hori is such a bun. It's so funny. He's awesome. Hori is fucking top tier. Like, my god. Such a bun. And this is saying a lot coming from somebody who doesn't necessarily care for brown hair. Talk about you, Velk. Velk loves black-haired girls. Yeah. It's a weakness. Yeah. It's a problem. (laughs) He loves this girl. This this show, this show is definitely one of my favorite rom-coms. She is absolutely hilarious and her personality is perfect and she's a smart ass and that's the most important thing she's a smart ass but she also is still not infallible well, and that's yeah. really important she's an that's actually really well developed character yeah it's very nice to see what are those uh, we don't see those <laughs> often <laughs> no Miyamura is my boy I love Miyamura because of how stupid he can be sometimes <laughs> Like he, so I I say stupid because he's not necessarily dense. He's very like clear thought and very like quick to catch on for a lot of things. It's just sometimes Bro just doesn't he's really care. Dumb. Yeah, sometimes he's just like he doesn't care, and sometimes he just is kind of kind of dumb. He's kind of weird about he's kind of dumb about the oddest things, which always catches everybody off guard. Dude, can we it's talk hilarious. for a moment though about how good his circle of friends is to him like yes just goes through all middle school practically alone or only got one friend like gets into high school and once he starts hanging with Hori and company it's just like oh Miyamura's awkward he doesn't really want to speak up to join a project we're just gonna join around him yep he has Not no even say in word. the matter we're gonna yeah. take care of this boy it's very nice because like it, it shows like a lot of a lot of things that can be That's that fucking happens. friendship right there. Don't even yeah. need to say a thing. The greatest Paul uh, the greatest um opposite I would say to that is actually uh uh I wanna say uh oh no, oh no. Ordigaru, there you go. Took me a moment. A really good opposite would be the way that these both both of these characters grew. And two completely different styles into the same, like, ending is Ordegaru and Horimaya. Two completely different types of stories, two completely different types of main characters, and not because they're, like, they've gone through similar things, but, like, they both handled it in two completely different ways, and they both grew from it in a very positive way. So, there's a lot to get from Horimaya on a multiple level if you want some lighthearted comedy you're gonna get some you're gonna get some good jokes out of it like the first episode where miramura hops over the fence or hops over the wall egg time runs past yeah runs past what's her name i can't forget we can't remember her name right now and yeah yuki and it's just like sorry it's egg time and just runs away huh and what like, <laughs> egg time what egg time <laughs> egg time that's it that's it uh, and the censure is that i know that the people who did the uh, animation for this series knows 
that they have a bunch of girls watching because that scene where he's doing that is like it's in slow mo as he's it's like so fucking shojo. It's so shojo. It's he's in so slow-mo. shojo. It's not even funny. <laughs> slow motion as the man takes his glasses off, unbuttons the first two of his shirt, throws his coat over his shoulder, lets his hair down, and then just jumps. And it's like it zooms in on his face and everything. It's fucking priceless i cannot like it's so good i just want to say though barnes and noble was not ready for how hype this show was gonna be because like for once i decided you know what fuck it i'm gonna read along i'm gonna buy the manga so i got the first volume like with the first episode and i sat on it for a bit um and i read it and i've got stuff to say about that but uh Went back to get volume two and probably like up to five uh, this week. They don't fucking have it. Uh, yeah. I went online to take a look. Barnes and Noble is sold out through volume 12. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't buy it in store and you can't buy it online, and Barnes & Noble doesn't do back order. Yeah, so wow. you can buy, like, volume 14. That's actually insane. That's actually, that's actually insane. That's really good for the anime, too. Yeah, like, this shit doesn't usually happen. You know, usually there's a couple shows that, like, okay, we're gonna need to get a bunch of copies for this, and they've got a bunch. You know, they tend to be pretty decent at predicting the big ones. They they did not predict this one accurately. <laughs> no, they did not. No, they did and, not. And at least the, the barns that I'm at, it's like tucked into the tiny little corner of the shelf. And it's just like, wow, you you were not ready. <laughs> no, no, they weren't. And that's honestly a really good thing for the um, series itself, because this means that like if the manga sales keep going, if the anime does as well as it does, it can probably get a second season announced as soon as soon as the first season is done, and that's just Horimiya. Like, there's like at least like fifteen anime this season that are like very good. Like, uh, you're gonna move to the. Remember, move to you the like one. things more readily than I do. This this is this is true. This is true. This is true. Uh, I'm gonna start talking though on uh, the second one I wanted to talk about, Mushoko Tensei. Now, this one, there's a little bit of controversy. I can understand because, like, it's it's basic. It's another isekai, and this one is old dude who got kicked out kicked out of his house by his family after presumably like a dad of his or something died and whatnot. And he, as he's walking the street barefoot in a jumpsuit, some reason decides to push these girls out of the way from getting hit by Truck Kun, and Truck Kun takes him to a different world, and he is reincarnated as a baby. And the reason why I like this series is because it's not like he got reincarnated like most other isekais as just a younger version of himself. No, he's going through from his young age, from like a legitimate baby up until a young adult. And as the story progresses, the mentality of his 40-year-old self merges with the mentality that's still there of the kid himself rudius and it's really nice and the best thing about this too is that um as somebody who reads the manga 
there's certain small things that they have kept out that is going to have such a massive impact when they do decide to finally put it in. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. I just wanted to say that. But the story's also kind of funny. It's... Can we just take a moment, though, to talk about how weird that whole thing's gotta be, though? Like, you know, 40-year-old guy in the body of a fucking six-year-old got all the dirty thoughts, but none of the biological impulses to act on them. Like, God, that's gotta be weird! Yeah, yeah. And it's like, the the biggest, um, the biggest thing for that, too, is, uh, you can tell, like, it's his mentality as a 40-year-old but he's still a kid in this one. He's still, he's still technically a kid, both mentally, even though mentally he's still a forty year old. Like the mentality is still like a little bit of a kid when um he gets the the green haired girl in there and she's like no no and he's like but you're he's thinking to himself this is a dude why is he being so like shy and he just doesn't put two and two together and th- that whole scene is like so hard like for people like me who sometimes get secondhand embarrassment that scene was so hard to. <laughs> to get through because <laughs> i know what's about to happen but you're just like oh no don't do it you're like ah oh. but then like right after like you can see the visible shock like he didn't know he didn't realize he really felt bad about it like uh it, it, he's such a good kid he's a really good kid and like you can see that he's visibly trying not to make the same mistakes that he did in his previous life and he's and it's a good thing to see it's a good thing to see plus there's a lot more that's going to happen in the future and i'm really looking forward just know that what you think of paul is what you think of paul and is probably not gonna change yeah uh, i've got thoughts about paul <laughs> paul, paul is uh something else fuck tell you, you paul paul is something else paul is indeed something else i have I no say. respect for paul as a man like uh, my god he is the worst he he is like he is scum. Like, he, he is definitely scum. He, he is scum to a degree. He is scum like 99. He is 99% scum. There are some good points of him, but like they don't outweigh the bad at all. Like he's, uh, it, 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 it's so weird. But like, as the story goes on, you'll see what happens with him and everything else like that. But like this story is super nice. Like it's not, it's not a kiddie story. It's not a happy-go-lucky story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Not a kiddie story, but do we really need such a blatant masturbation joke? No. It's kind of in poor taste, let's be honest. It is in poor taste, but, you know, that's... These are the things that we kind of get stuck with. They decided to go all in. They're not holding back. And I'm not upset about it. It's And plus, it's very well animated, too. It's very well animated. Probably one of the top five anima- animations in the season so far. Now, that being said, I know there's one of yours that you are super hype about right now. There are actually a couple. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, I I think I know which one you're going to talk about first. Let's do it. Well, let's see if you're right. Wonder Egg is fucking weird and I love it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I still keep forgetting the name of this particular show that used to play on sci-fi. So when I was like in high school, um, 
there was sci-fi had like a late night anime block that used to play like once or twice a week and that's where you would watch Gurren Lagann right and there was a there was a there was one particular show that had that that I got to watch on sci-fi and it was like a very like old style anime but like the main character was a little girl and she had psychic powers and this and that and it was something else let me tell you it was a really good psychological anime i got a lot of vibes from that in this this anime runder egg priority is super nice uh somebody said they they were uh, comparing it to uh magic uh madoka i'm like no not in the slightest no. not to me not at all. It's like, too this, happy for Madoka. It's too happy. And there was a there's a couple things about it too, right? Like there is a lot of like um personal strife that mysterious being that like, you don't really know how old they are. You don't know where they came from, why they have what they have or all these other things. And then the group of people that you see in every episode. Like every episode technically could be a standalone. And Despite that, it's still done very well as an episodic thing because each character ties in a little bit here and there in the beginning and in the end. Because like it's essentially set up like beginning is like before she goes into the world with the egg. The middle is all about the egg and the character in the egg and who she's supposed to help to get over her trauma, her fear, or whatever it is that she needs to help them with. And then the end is slowly getting to know who the main character and main characters are outside of the world of eggs and it keeps picking up little by little there's a lot of really interesting characters i really love it plus the animation's fire oh yeah absolutely um fucking it got some really creative uh monster design in here like they're very much going about okay these are different people's traumas, so how do we make them varied and yet still somehow make a little bit of sense? And I, I'm not gonna talk about them because, frankly, they're best experienced for the first time when you're watching it. I agree. So do watch it. Um, but it. It's very, very fun, and there's some pretty disgusting-looking things, and it it works so well. Yes, yes, it does. And I found out the name of that anime, finally. Uh, anybody who has ever watched Noin, N-O-E-I-N, you would probably get very similar vibes from that to Wonder Egg Priority. Why? I don't know. That's just the feeling I get. It's, like, it is a very... Noin is a very old anime, too, but, like... It's super good. I definitely recommend it. Uh, go out of your way to watch this. This is definitely something you go out of your way to watch. Yeah, what is the, the second one for you? you have to. Yeah. I'm curious. I think I know what the second one is. Skate the Infinity. Yo. Yo. Okay. Like, so, God damn, this thing is fun. <laughs> so I'm going to start this off with the um, this statement here. There are actually a lot of openings this season that I can't decide which is better. There's a lot of really well-designed openings, in my opinion. But Skate, if you watched Air Gear, you're going to love this. Like, 
after episode one, I was like, this this screams air gear to me. This screams that like happy go lucky, lighthearted, fun, but like there is a serious undertone of like a ridiculously very important and very strong story underneath all the stuff that we're getting. Like a lot of really vibrant character designs, very vibrant character setting, different types of people different faces of people all these different kinds of things and like you're getting all of that and you're like oh hell yeah this is lit this is lit and then you can you can literally feel the story erupting under your skin you're just kind of it's just kind of sitting there boiling coming to a boil just nice and quietly just like la 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 just just waiting just waiting to pop and i can't wait for it to pop i am super i'm super hyped about this one the skate does the flamboyant personalities that needs to have for a show like this so fucking well like adam just makes his entrance and suddenly he's the main character <laughs> like he's not the main character but for his scenes he's the main character like oh my god i, I love this fucking show <laughs> i'm not even into skateboarding at all but I am going to watch this so hard. Yeah, no, this this series is this is gonna be a this one's gonna be a definite hit. Plus, a lot of people are gonna love cosplaying from it. Oh like, fuck yes. Th- there's so much. There's so much. The to goals are to cosplay this. Joe. Like, <laughs> dude, that guy's got fucking guns. Dude, alright, not even that. Um Fucking uh, cherry blossom's gonna cherry blossom, get a yes. shit ton of it too. Cherry blossom has the craziest skateboard. Like what? Like his whole his whole outfit and his whole outfit skateboard and everything is so high tech. It's ridiculous, and it fits that Joe skates like that. And he's also a chef. It makes so much sense, and I love it. I love it. Everything I, uh, works for these characters, you know. Just. I don't want to spoil things. I know that technically we're allowed to for this, but God, I don't want to spoil things for this one. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Now, we are going to touch up on some second seasons because there are some decent ones. Uh, The biggest ones being um, Attack on Titan and Promise Neverland Season 2, as well as ReZero. Me personally... I don't care for Attack on Titan. I never did. I didn't like the way the story was handled in the very beginning. It really turned me off. And Promise Neverland is a really good series. Um, honestly, one of the, one of the most yeah. unique animes. Promise Neverland. I'm I'm a few episodes behind. Yeah, honestly, Promise Neverland is probably one of the most unique anime of its of the era at the moment. Actually, if I'm being honest, like you don't see a lot of things that Promise Neverland does as of late nothing similar at all and it's very nice to see because promise neverland has a really good story to back it up as well a lot of really good characters and really good stories re-zero is re-zero and you you said this is the best you said you actually like the anime better than the uh, actual light novel and yeah it mainly it's because you can see things unfolding and when things happen quick they happen quick as opposed to across three sentences so yeah. it it just works a little bit better as an anime, I feel. Um which is totally fair. 
I, I will say they they just need to fucking hurry up. It, it it's pulling an attack on Titan season two type shit. Um mm. where, you know, they're spending forever in one place. And, you know, fair, but like in the 24, 25 episodes of the original season, we had a bunch of different arcs, and this whole 24 episode season is one arc. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff can happen. It, uh, like, I get it. I'm not complaining about how they're doing it. It's just that I wish that the arc itself was a little bit shorter. I would Which like to see something else i would i'd like to see krush get some screen time again <laughs> yeah now i will say this though um surprisingly enough dr stone season two dr stone's dr stone like you love the series and promise neverland they both only have 11 episodes so they're already almost halfway done so keep that in mind well, there's a lot of really short anime this season but those are pretty good um the quintuplets I have not watched all of the anime. I read the manga up to a certain point. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. But, like, it's one of those things where you kind of just, like, if you have other things to watch, I'd probably watch those first. It, but de- it's it's definitely a solid rom-com. Eh. One of the standard ones. Nothing, like, you're not going to, like, if you were to compare it to something that was better, like Kaguya-sama, or if you were to compare it to Horimiya, like, I would tell you Horimiya is just flat out better by like a thousand times but it's like barely a six out of ten in my book like i i'm sorry you can fight me all you want i just don't like it that much the only reason i watched the entire first season was it was a season where we had like four shows that i wanted to watch i was just like yeah you know what fuck it let's see what the hype is about and i couldn't figure out what the hype was about <laughs> no there's a couple other uh shows um there is uh cells at work cells at work got two animated season they got the second season of the first one and then there is black where black is set in the body of somebody who is not healthy at all keeps the same trend but um from what etchy. i understand yeah it's etchy much more so in the month <laughs> ah bubble in my throat <laughs> much more so in the manga um where there's a reason they made the white blood cells female let's just say that yeah um but yeah i haven't watched black um i've watched one episode of season two like it it's neat but i feel like the only way that i got through the first season was by watching it in like two sittings so yeah, one of those kind of things you just kind of watch when it's done. It's easier that way. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to be doing the same thing with Promised Neverland because the whole reason that I liked the first season was, again, it was like one or two sittings and it kept the it kept the tension up the whole time. It wasn't tension, tension, tension. And now I've got a week's break. Yeah, there, there's a lot like tension is very important and like certain shows do just do better when you can sit and watch them all at once now to kind of try to finish up the uh sequels uh log horizon season three it's been a long time coming it's finally here 
Tax people evasion has worn off. Yeah. People who love the series are gonna they're gonna just hop right back in. They're gonna love it. I will say though, if you don't like wordy things or if you don't like long series, don't it is very wordy for an isekai. It's very political. Like yep. a lot of log horizon, like yeah, you've got action sequences in there, but most of the combat is done in boardrooms, so to speak. It's that's just that's just the kind of anime it is, honestly. Yeah. And the, there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's it's still really good. Like once you get into it, you're in it. So if you if you can get into political maneuvering, this show is fantastic and it will continue to be fantastic yes. for the foreseeable future for this season. Um fucking can we talk about slime already? <laughs> yeah, I was yes, 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 we can. Uh slime is I think probably both of our one of our favorite uh, returnings this season. Dude, I the Oh next... god, I'm so hype. Shit's going to this... go off. This season is going to be very interesting and very fun for a lot of us. We've got all the groundwork done. They decided to like thankfully they decided to um cover all the like the little side the side stories and everything and explain pretty much how everything is getting to the point of where the end of the, the last thing that happened in last season got to. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. They spent the first like five episodes doing that and they made it good. So they made it really good. There's yeah, a lot and, more. That's and there's going to really be important in these episodes. There's a lot of stuff that will matter later down the line, like Rimuru having a meal with uh meal mile doesn't seem like it would matter right now, but it will matter like this season towards the end of it. And even into the next season, it's going to matter. It's going to be very important. Actually, he's very important. Mile is probably like the fourth most important character. Honestly, of all the people that don't, don't like that aren't already immediately tied to Tempest or that live in the city that are outside like the main circle. He's probably the first one. Yeah. Out of all those. He's so important. And he, He's just got, like, I think, including last season, probably five minutes of screen time. They're, they're, they're teasing everybody. They're making him seem like he's not important. But when he hits the screen, it's probably going to be really big. If I think, if I remember what scene he's going to be coming into, it's going to be really nice. It's yep. going to be really epic. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. And then last but not least for the um, sequels, we have Seven Deadly Sins, which... And B-Stars, which, you know... We ain't talking about. God. Seven Deadly Sins is like... It's very upsetting because Seven Deadly Sins as a manga is solid. I enjoyed the ride for the manga the entire way. The anime, I could never get into the anime. I could never do it. Like, could I, never do it. I watched the first few seasons of it, and, you know, I, I had certain issues... With Meliodas as a character. Which is fair. Um, I, I think you know what issues those are. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but, you know, the action was solid. And then I decided not to watch, I think it was the fourth season, because they switched to Studio Dean. And 
as much as I respect Dean for Konosuba, their work on Konosuba works for that show. It does not translate outside of that, because in Konosuba, the action isn't very action-y. It's flashy. Yeah, it, it's more flashy in small focused segments or combat's just more of a tactical thing because Cosma is so fucking weak. He has to use his brain instead of just running in and beating the shit out of something. Yeah. But Dean is known for cheaping out on animation in a fight scene. And well, that's all seven deadly sins had going for it as an anime, frankly. Yeah, that's true. Now we're going to start getting to getting through the ones that we're excited for. These are the ones that I personally am like, I'm super hyped for. Uh, so I'm a spider. So what? I got into this. Um, I, I was going to watch it because uh, one of my really close friends, he loves the series. Like, he stands by, he loves it, he reads it. He's like, this is one of the best Isakai I've ever read. Deserves an anime and all that, blah, blah, blah. I read, I watched it, and this is another one that has probably one of my favorite OPs in the, in the um, season. There's a lot going on, but it shows you a lot of the story. It gives you a lot for a lot of it gives you a lot of content for what's going to happen to the story, but you have no context. And it's just enough of both, in my opinion, where it's entitling and enticing. You're just kind of wetting the taste buds, just kind of like, well, I kind of want to know what all that's going on. You kind of want to know this and that. And we're going to get there. So I'm really happy about that one. And then going from that one, one that, uh, what I said about in the title, finally, World Trigger Season 2. So I was a huge fan of World Trigger Season 1. I read the manga, liked the anime and everything, blah, blah, blah. Toei Animation's doing the animation for this. And I, to this day, refuse to believe that it's Toei doing the animation. Because this animation... Has is, budget. <laughs> it has budget. But this animation is on par with what Studio Mappa is doing with Juju Kaisen. That's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. It really like, is. <laughs> like, Juju Kai probably has some of the best animation this season by far, right? Yet, it, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm what, I, I was watching it, and I was like, why is this so clean? Why is this so crisp? This looks so good. Like, And then, like, you, like anybody who watched the first season of World Trigger, they'll go back and watch the first season. They're like, this is like shit compared to that. Like, what is this? Who did this? Is this actually Toei? Like what? Like who? Who? Who did they hire? Who did they kill? Like what is going on? <laughs> How many virgins did they sacrifice to the devil? Honestly, all I know that they they're doing a phenomenal job of World Trigger, and I hope they continue because the animation is on point, and they did not change a single thing from the story, and that's really important. So I'm happy about that. And then the la the last two I'm going to talk about for me personally is it's like it is really weird to say this title but essentially it's called i'm the weakest from my village but my village is super op that's that's the best way to say it this kid goes to this kid translate decides, it it's suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town i think yeah that's pretty much what it is right all this story is this kid literally grew up and a town that's like built into the side, built into the area where the last boss of like 
any like standard adventure would be, right? And all of these people that live there are absurd. When I say absurd, you walk into this town and you try to pick a fight with like some 80-year-old dude, he'd kill you 27 ways to Sunday before you finish blinking. And you'd be like, how? That, that's, that's just how this village is. And he's the weakest kid from this village. And he's like, I want to be a great warrior. I want to do this and that. So he decides to go to the starter town and like build him ensues. Like, it's so funny because like the action is like reminiscent. Think, think, um, think, uh, Konosuba, but instead of like, the action being small because uh, like Kazuya is weak as shit. It's the Kazuya. opposite. We, yeah, we Ka- do not talk about that show. <laughs> Look, you know what I meant. I'm sorry. I I'm have sorry. to rib you for it. Yes, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. You know I'm terrible with remembering names. Why are you so bad? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, whereas that is where like he's weak as shit and he, he has to like think about things. This kid is stronger than he thinks. He truly believes he's weak. Yet when he's in this city, like these ginormous like bug things keep coming around when he's around and he's casually just like fl- swatting them away like they're like a fly. He literally like, calls like, them pests. He's confused yeah. when people are like, there are monsters. He's like, oh, I'll go fight the monsters. And then he finds the monster as one of these giant freaking crickets and he kills it or throws it away and it's just like oh it's just a pest where are the monsters yeah yeah that's literally it and like that's what he was raised on like everybody in his village is like oh you can't kill like 20 of those in one hit bro you're too weak like he the first episode was a ploy and a joke towards um what is the name of that old series that old night thing crap i can't remember um where basically it's like the little bunny rabbit, but the bunny rabbit's like super ridiculously powerful. Oh, um, oh, from Monty Python. Yes, Monty Python. First episode, it's the it's basically the Monty Python rabbit, and he can't catch it, and it, like it's like beating, it, it's like laughing at him because he's weak. But like somebody from his village comes in and kills it and catches it, and you're just like, wait, what? And then like. It's so good. It is so funny because the characters are the character tropes are being used very well so far, and I am so hyped. Can I just say that I love the fact that Ikayano gets to use the voice that she does for uh, Mari and actually use it comedically. Yes, I've heard that voice so many times, and it's always like the upright you know noble character that she's playing you know she's playing like a knight or some shit and she uses that voice and it's always very stoic but this time she doesn't fucking care she gets to fucking riff with it it's awesome honestly everything about this scene this show was hilarious it's got good comedy good characters a lot of just a cinnamon bun He's just a complete and total cinnamon bun. Always polite. Always trying to help. He's so nice. He's so nice. And he he doesn't know anything. And it's so sad. But it's also kind of funny. And (laughs) that's literally what the show is. It's just like him like. It's essentially like the show is just him slowly like getting common sense of like what the normal world is. 
so you're just kind of like all right that's cool this is hilarious i'm gonna watch how this goes i wasn't expecting the yandere because i didn't remember reading her because when i first found the manga it wasn't fully translated but she's a nice touch it's just kind of funny how bad she is yeah she she's with me personally it's like she's great until she isn't it's like there's a threshold and yeah sometimes like oh she's funny and other times just like can can we get her off the screen please yeah they've made the same joke three times in 10 minutes it's 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 over it's over we're done here but yeah no that one i'm really hyped for and finally i'm still not sure how i feel how they're doing this anime yet but bottom tier character as i read the manga i really enjoyed it i'm on episode two i can't make up my mind yet i'm trending towards it being okay but the story itself is actually not bad it's essentially kid um he's as in a in a in a fighting game community terms he's number one online on um one fighting game number two online fights him he beats them that number two is like yo you want to meet up and then not finds out number two goes to his school and like he just has disdain for real life and then things happen and now he's trying to make his his real life life better because of it it's not even that so much it's number two is going all my fair lady on him pretty much here's how you smile here's how you dress here's how you don't act like a total fucking bitch it's it's more accurate to actually say that this is more of like um the movie with sandra bullock um yeah that that's the same it's the same deal it's getting my fair lady yeah it's the same deal it's just like it's more of that dynamic than the actual my fair lady in my opinion because that's what but we're we're arguing semantics here doesn't matter it's the same thing the side characters i think are what really usually pull this kind of series and the side characters in the manga were good the animation is what's really throwing me off about this one because it's way too realistic in a sense right like it's a little bit too much on the realistic side. It don't feel the um. You don't. It doesn't feel right animation wise. But I'm not gonna give up on it because I know what the story is and I enjoyed the story for the most part. So I'm gonna. We'll, we'll see what I think when we get to the end of season review. But that's Already it for me for stuff it. that. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I know you did. I, some... I ain't gonna stick around for something that I'm just not interested in i i I mean that's that's fair i don't know if it's just what i've been watching lately has burned me out for that type of show or if it just genuinely isn't my cup of tea but i i I struggled to get through three episodes that's fair i mean now what i will ask you though which ones are you not sure of yet that you have watched dude it's been two weeks since i did the three episodes on i I still don't know about other side picnic dude like uh, i want to give it a chance because it's directed by the same guy who directed steins gate and if i didn't give steins gate a chance and go beyond three episodes i would not have liked it as much as i did but I ended up really liking it. And this feels like it's got the same type of 
slow lead in. But on the other hand, it's, it just feels like it's kind of a little bit static. And that's a very, that's a very big point to bring up because it's like, uh, I understand. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait until it's over and I'll see if people are like, oh, this is good or uh, it's not anything to worry about. So there's a couple for me and mainly because I didn't see when they were came out. Uh, Kimono Jihin. So with this one in particular, it won't let me watch it. I have so, tried and it will not let me watch Kimono Jihan and it won't let me watch Scar on the Praetor, but I wasn't really thinking that one was going to be anything because I looked at the art and read the description and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, no. So with uh, Kimono Jihan, uh anybody who knows me knows that I am really good at calling when things are going to get an anime. I read this manga. I found it pretty late into its life. Like when I first came across it, it had like 40 chapters translated. I read the first like five, six, and I was like, this is this is actually pretty good. It's like a um it's it's not as good as Blood Blockade Battlefront, but it's in that same category and it's not doing it it's not doing that category injustice. So that's good enough to give it props, right? I got distracted because I was reading a bunch of spoilers for a bunch of other different things, and so I got distracted from it. But at the time, I was like, this doesn't look too bad. And then legitimately a month after I was thinking that, and then I was thinking, oh, I should probably go back to reading that, it got announced for an anime. And I was like, so how old is this? How long has this been around? Because this is like, the manga itself is one of those manga where it has more than 30 30, uh, pages a chapter, give or take. So I think it's monthly or bi-weekly or something like that. I was genuinely surprised when I saw this. So it's got a good story. It's got a good premise. It's got so far some pretty decent characters and some standard uh, character tropes, but I'm not sure because I didn't get a chance to really dive into the story. So the anime is going to be my, like essentially my real dive into the story. So I'm not sure how I feel about it just yet. And uh, the other one I'm going to say is... 2.43 the volleyball anime i completely forgot it was coming out this season i haven't watched any of it yet but i did want another sports thing to watch but sir, currently skate is like that thing but i wanted to give this a shot because it looked interesting something else to take over the volleyball thing there's a couple volleyball manga out there this is that are really good this is um not as fast paced as like haikyuu or anything i know that for a fact Completely different approach to a story, but I don't know. I'm not sure, and I'm also very scared of trying to watch X Arm because I wa- I looked at the uh yeah nope 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 not not doing that one no sir <laughs> no uh fucking mm mm that oh just god damn that is awful looking CG and you don't even need to see it in motion to tell it's awful to give like, you guys an oh. idea. I didn't even click on the episode, but I saw the uh, clip that they had for the episode preview, so and I cringed. I cringed. So it's I cringed. almost comedically I was... bad looking. I don't. I don't know anything about the story. I don't know anything about it. But like, 
it's gonna be really hard. If I'm gonna give it a chance, it's gonna be take a lot. It's gonna take if a you're lot gonna give me. it a chance, you're gonna need like the strongest fucking alcohol you can find, and probably a bullet to the head. Like, Ugh, I don't know, man. It's so, it's so weird. Like I'm looking at it, and I'm just kind of like, there's no way the CG is that bad. But then, like, you also look at the studio. Like, I've never heard of Visual Flight, personally never seen them but then you look at what they've done and you're like how is this anime that bad how does it look that bad because it's the same studio that did full metal alchemist brotherhood they did gintama like or whatever what happens when you do a fully cg show and you have no idea how to make a cg show it's like oh god you so you're just kind of like you're like all right this is a this is a thing and you just kind of have to deal with it. Which, by the way, I think I might have also been wrong about what studios did that. So don't quote me. I have to actually look up what anime studios they did. But I'm very terrified. That one's like... Oh, it's uh, not going to do well. Like, just looking at that... Just look at the way they fucking did all the shading and shit in there. There's going to be absolutely no stretch and squish during any scene with any amount of movement it it's just not gonna look good and that's sad too because like there's actually like a spider actually it doesn't have bad cg agree to disagree agree to disagree whatever i don't think the cg is too bad i don't think they need to use a lot of it they could use a little bit less they could have used a lot less like, but like spider is like two different shows there's like one segment where one half it's really heavily cg and the other half it's practically all hand drawn and it's so fucking weird when it switches between them it's like the one you know i could kind of watch this the other one oh god i can't watch this it makes my eyes bleed <laughs> see I'm okay with the CG because the CG is executed fine, but, like, it's really weird in certain points where it could just be hand-drawn. Like, and that's, like, really awkward. I don't know why they decided to go this way. know they can hand-draw that spider. They fucking animated it for the OP, and it looked really good. Yeah. But then they just spend 90% of it with a fucking rigid 3D model, and it doesn't stretch at all. And then they do random close-ups in 2D, and then, you know, half a second later, they're back to 3D, and it just doesn't line up. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm also, the okay lip flaps are, like, always bad in anime, yeah, no. but yeah. on the CG model, oh, God, it's even worse. I'm it's like they made three different mouth positions and they've forgotten which ones to use. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. I, I can't I can't defend that. That's fine. That one, whatever. But moving on, I think we, we, we have it. It's, the, it's like the only thing that's really actually been kind of dropped is X-Arms. Neither one of us is going to touch uh, Seven Deadly Sins. And I'm not touching twins. If I touch twins again, it's probably going to be a manga. 
and like I'm not too far behind on the manga, so like I can't say I'm going to touch it anytime soon. Can can I take a moment to talk about the most probably one of the trashiest things I've seen lately that I've dropped? Oh my god, is it what I think it is? Probably. Um the hidden dungeon that only I can enter. Oh god, I hate this shit so much. <laughs> it's it's literally probably just the author being like, "Huh, I have this shtick. Let me fucking self-insert this character into getting this." Yes, I like fucking oh god. Right off the bat, this show starts off with the main character's little sister wanting to fuck him. Oh my like, god. Like she's not saying it, but she wants to fuck him. Within three episodes, he leaves the house and she's practically dry humping his pillow. Like, um, they came up with an excuse to have him make out with this one girl in the middle of fucking combat just because he uses his ability and fucking he gets a headache and kissing ends up relieving the headache and... Fuck it. Ah, that sounds painful. And they give him the fucking bullshit protagonist thing of, oh, you've got these three abilities and they can be combined to make totally overpowered abilities. And the fucking way that you use them is you use this thing called LP, which is I'm it's probably supposed to be like life points, but I'm just over here like, no, this is lust points because fucking every way that he gets the meter to go up is by doing something frisky either kissing the girl or having his fucking sister rub up on him or fucking practically just cheaping his way out of a competition with his teacher to have her grind her ass on his dick like (laughs) god this shit is just (laughs) awful it's like if you're gonna do this shit, at least have the decency to make it etchy. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, it's God, like that they want—they want to do all the etchy shit, but they don't want to show a scrap of skin. Oh, uh, it's like, if you're gonna do etchy, just do etchy. Like, just don't don't ruin the commit. story. Yeah. Like, I, uh, if they were fucking committing to this being an etchy, I probably wouldn't be shouting like this. But if it was an etchy and they made it more comedic, probably, probably a lot better. Like, yeah, it, it's not even funny. Like, it's just uh, fucking gross. And, like, we all know Japan has a problem with fucking sister complexes, but, like, God, this is. This is awful. Yeah. This is really awful. Like, it's not even, I really look up to my brother and I'm kind of in the, you know, little kid, I want to marry my brother kind of thing that kids actually do. No, she wants to fuck him. (laughs) Oh, that's not good at all. God, I I hate that fucking show. Anyone who (laughs) says they like it deserves to be crucified. Actually, that's probably too good for them. Oh God! There, there, there's a couple shows that I haven't touched. Um, Burn them at the stake. 
it's gonna be okay Valk. it's gonna be okay there's a couple shows that i haven't touched that i'm like mildly interested in giving a shot one of them being um tenchi sozo design um the you you know which one yeah it is. evan's design team yeah it looks very uh relaxing right it it probably is um i i just couldn't get into it because it's just like oh this is this is gonna be calm sort of soft funny kind of deal Eh, the the shows don't usually go well with me so i they don't go that well unless if they're like generally like slapstick funny it it, it's it's probably a good show it's just not my cup of tea so it's something that i'll probably watch maybe later on but i'm not sure yet because like i i I, I just get this feeling that it could do really well if it was like a 15 minute episode, but it's a half hour. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. If it was a half episode format, it would probably be great because then it could just be a little sketch. But a half hour, it it feels a bit long to stretch it out to, you know? Yeah, there's there's much more to like do and then the last one which i'm pretty sure both of us have not even looked at like i honestly forgot it existed jimmy hen the one like i don't even know how to explain this uh i don't know how to like i really just don't know what to say it's what is is the english title pure heterosexual exchange that changes our reserved girl like (laughs) When I saw, I might this need to anime, watch it just for the title now. When I wa- when I saw this, when we both saw the art that was on the cover for this one, I think we both said that we thought this was a hentai. Yeah, yeah. I, I if I'm remembering it properly, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, what is this? And like, I remember, I, I actually do remember coming across the manga a couple of times. And I was just kind of like. Uh, I'm all set. I don't really need to look at this. But, like, it was good enough to get an anime, so it was like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some kind of, like, line, something, to really understand what can get in it, what's the bottom line to be able to get an anime. And I still have yet to find that. Have I nailed the head on things getting anime? Yes. But I haven't figured out, like, what makes something good enough to get an anime and what makes something not be terrible enough to not get an anime. Cause there are certain things that are just like, how did you, how, who had the gall to bring this into the studio and be like, Hey guys, we should turn this into an anime. And then everybody was like, yes, <laughs> there are certain shows that you really just kind of sit there and you're like, who, who was in the room at the time? Like, I just want to know. Like, I just want to know where the names are. Like, who was it? Like, I need names. Like, why do you need names? I just want names. I just want some names. Just a couple of names is all I need. That's just a, that doesn't sound too good. I just need a couple of names. I just why do you need them? Names. Just need a couple don't, names. Don't, don't, don't worry about why I need them. I just need a couple of names. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. Uh, there's there's a couple other anime too like uh wave surfing anime 
that looks like another version of um free so i'm probably gonna stay away from that yeah and then I'm, you have the that. yeah then you have the other ones that are essentially like a bunch of different strike witches and uh Azure lanes all the idol animes Dude, so, i am so pissed about that Azure lane spinoff like yeah because you actually because i like... actually kind of liked Azure lane um, yeah, you know, Azerlane at its heart has a little bit of fan service in there, you know, and then you make a show based entirely on the lollies. I'm sorry that no, I'm not a degenerate. Yeah, it's really it's uh. a really interesting thing to um really have to kind of deal with. But uh, there's a lot of different shows that I still like. Every season, there's a lot of anime that... So, there's more anime that comes out than most people can watch in one sitting. Yeah, there, there's another show that... um, I don't really know how to describe. I know I'm not going to keep watching it. Um, Back Arrow. First off, I'm mad at this show because... I like me a Lisa OP. And they got Lisa to do the OP for this one. Ooh. And it is an entirely unremarkable show. <laughs> Like I'm looking at the art of it right now and it looks like it could have been good. It is it's like okay, cool. You you've got mecha in this. And the mecha are boring. <laughs> but how do you make mecha boring? I don't know. <laughs> but like, they are boring. It's like, oh the the fucking uh I forget what they call them, but the the mecha are, you know, they take the shape of your conviction and you need to have a conviction to to pilot one and then fucking standard shonen protagonist boiled down uh number 572 comes in <laughs> fucking totally fucking buck naked you know he comes from beyond the wall even though the world beyond the wall doesn't exist and like oh god he doesn't have a conviction but he can still pilot the mechs, and when he beats other people piloting mechs, instead of dying, their fucking summoning bracelet thing just breaks. And, of course, he's completely overpowered, and he has, in three episodes, he doesn't have a single problem fighting anyone. It's Ugh. just like... Like, for all the shit we give Darling and the Franks for its ending, like... The mecha were cool. Like, right. So Darling and the Franks had cool mecha, and the first, like, five episodes were really good. Yeah. Like, another thing with Franks, too, is despite the fact that all the mechs were based off of the same basic concept, you still felt like they were different. Whereas Back Arrow, like, you don't know you can't figure out what a mech's supposed to do by looking at it. Like That's you could good. you could tell what the Franks did differently from each other based off of their armament and how big they were. But with this, it's like okay, you've got a million different designs for these mecha, but I have no idea what they're supposed to do by looking at them. Like is this one fast because it's small? No, it it just kind of stands around and 
takes hits. Is this one, you know, slow but really powerful because it's big and chunky? No, it it's just kind of there. It's not slow, it's not fast, it's not weak, it's not strong. He's just the he's just the average Joe it, sipping his cup of cup and, coffee. Oh, here's here's the main character. He's got, you know, the most unique looking mech of them all. What's it do? Oh, it, it's just really fast. Except there's nothing about its design that tells you whether it would be fast and strong or more of like a fast and a sort of war of attrition kind of deal where it does like chip damage. But no, it's just fast and it hits hard and every fight with it is over and like five attacks and it's boring. Yeah, that sounds kind of boring. That's unfortunate. God, just and the characters just I I don't have anything to say about them. Like literally, I I just can't remember anything to say about them. <laughs> That's not good. Why the fuck does Lisa keep getting paid so much money to do shit shows? Can Is we, the song good? Can we get another show like Yaiba? That's a good show for a good song. Like so, so the song is good. It's pretty good. It's Lisa. It's never gonna be bad. That's that's but good. Like, God, this show is just the visuals for the OP. Just no, no. That makes me you... sad. That makes me sad because Lisa always has really good visuals to go with her openings. I mean, like you look at her track record. It's um regular Magic High School, like Metsuno Yaiba. <laughs> I can't even shit on the stuff she's done for SAO because they've got passable visuals at the very least. Yeah. I have to agree. They do usually have some pretty passable visuals. Fuck, man. Why? <laughs> get this girl a good show. <laughs> She'll get another one eventually. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. but I don't want to wait. And if this is what I've got to hold over in the meantime like <laughs> fuck man um also just it, it is a bit of a tangent have you seen the english trailer for the demon slayer movie no i haven't be glad you haven't because the dub is not good and i just want you to imagine like the most bryce pappenbrook sounding voice that isn't bryce pappenbrook Right? Imagine that over Lisa singing Homura, which is probably the most powerful song she has ever written. Like, this shit brings tears to my eyes. Listen to it. And then you've just got awful English voice acting over it, and it totally ruins the mood. That sounds um, pretty bad. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Okay, so moving on to the last thing that we're going to talk about today, uh, I'm going to give you a list, hoo hoo hoo, of a bunch of anime that just got announced over the past couple weeks. So, what we got, we have the Dungeon of Black Company that's coming out in July 2021. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it's about, but I do. I am looking at the visuals for it. And it looks like it might be pretty fun, but I need to see the um, synopsis first for it. Next, after that, we have 
and let me make sure I say this name right because it's really weird. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna just say it in English. My friend's little sister has it in for me, and already you're just like, okay, this is this is already kind of weird, but at least they're not siblings, right? No. As the synopsis says, if a girl teases you, that means she likes you. Unfortunately, for I'm not uh, Akiteru knows from experience that isn't the case because every girl he interacts with shows him nothing but scorn and he's not scored a single date from it luckily he's more concerned with securing a spot for him and his game development buddies at his uncle's business but when his uncle throws him a condition that involves playing the part of his daughter's boyfriend akitero has no choice but to take it what will his best friend's sister iroha who bullies him relentlessly think of the news so, I don't know what we're getting with this. I've never seen this series before. I, you know, I, I, what do you what do you think? What do you think, dude? I I don't fucking know, bro. Like I probably wait a little bit, get some more information to come out on it, and yeah, we'll see. It'll it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Goblin Slayer season two did get announced. Don Machi season, Don Machi season four is for 2022. Uh, um, there's a new anime called The Executioner and Her Way of Life that is getting an uh, adaptation. Uh, it does look pretty familiar, but I don't know anything about it. And then one that I know something about, but I never read it: The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest. I've seen it a couple times. I just never got a chance to read it. I wasn't really too interested in the story necessarily. Because like, it's like another one of those ones where it's not an isekai, but it's a um, a rebirth. Not like a reincarnate in a different world, a rebirth in a different world, but like re- he's reincarnated in the same world, but in the future kind of deal. One of those. And his his shtick is music magic the whole series is about magic so there's that and the last one is tensei kenja no isekai raifu blah 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 blah. i don't even like (sighs) these anime titles have getting longer and longer and longer and it is annoying it is super annoying thanks japan you just can't make a normal fucking title or anything like what you know it what it's, it's because one person did it and it, it was probably a hit so everybody was like we're gonna do the same thing but we're gonna go even farther and it's like why how why? many words can we cram into one fucking title like yeah, seriously, seriously at some point it's gonna just be you buy a book and there's no cover art it's just the title yeah no like seriously it's really, it's really ridiculous. I, I don't even know. I, 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 I'm reading the synopsis, and it's another isekai, but instead of like other ones, like he's gonna be a monster tamer. So we all know, it, whatever. Now the important note, the important news that we have. Nagataro is next season of anime, so we're ready for that. I'm super ready for that. Megalobox season two. Fuck yeah! And oh my god, I am so ready. 
Any, oh my god, it's... Oh. From what we've seen from the trailer, this is like the only way they could actually do Megalobox 2. Like, you'd if you're gonna stick with Joe, you have to age him up. You have to put him through a career of boxing that's absolutely fucking destroyed him. Like, they're, yeah. they're doing a Rocky on this. It really does look like they're doing a Rocky. And like, I... I'm all for it. The music sounds the same. Like, at least there's at least two return returning characters. Um, so we're really hype about that. What the story is going to be? Spring too. Yeah, like that's the story. It's right around the corner, boys. Yeah, ten weeks away. Yep, I'm super hyped. Um, the story looks like it's going to be really good too. So I'm happy for that. Uh, we have last season of Fruits Basket. Shit, Dinazanon got moved to spring. Yep. Oh fuck um, yeah! I'm looking forward to that. I need sequel to Gridman. Oh fuck yes! Then we have Shaman King, the next one that's going to be remade from the older series. So first we got Fruits Basket. Now we're getting Shaman King. Looks really good. And one that you're probably like, why do you like the show, Joe? I shaved my beard, then brought a high schooler girl home. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, so we're we're gonna the title, call the cops. The title itself is so misleading. When I first saw this manga, the only reason I ended up reading it is because the title was so absurd. I was like, "What the? F- Wait, what? Why would you title it this?" So then I read the synopsis and I read the story. I read the manga. It's essentially what it is: um, high school girl runs away, dude sees her in the middle of the street, dude sees her. Like, in the middle of the park, it's raining. He's like, whatever. He's having a bad day at work. It's like, here, you can stay in my house, just leave in the morning. Typical nice guy. Doesn't do anything. He feels nothing towards her. And they made that a point. And I was very happy they made that a point. And they made it, like, stick firm. He's like, I have no, like, romantic attraction to this girl. I don't think she's cute or anything. She's just a high school kid. Like, what do I care? I'm an adult. And, like... The relationship you get from them in this is not that of like a girl falling in love with the dude, but more of a girl finding like a parental figure in him and him like getting his life together because he's slowly becoming a parental figure to a girl. And it's kind of cool. Like he, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very surprising in what I was getting. And yeah, but like that's, that's just what it was. So I was like, all right, it's cool. This isn't like just some kind of pervert or whatever. Was, we're, we're fine. We're fine. And last one that I want to talk about that's coming out in the future. It's, it's so surprising. I'm still surprised it's got an anime. Sayonara. Watashi. No Kramer. And this is a soccer anime. Uh, I've read this. There's like a couple series done by this author. This is the one that's based off... It's essentially a spinoff of another one that he did that was based off of another story that's set in the same, like, world. And I was like, yes. But it's essentially just um, high school girls, middle school to high school girls playing soccer. And we don't get the female side of soccer much at all in anime. Like, much at all. It's very popular in real life, but, like, we don't see that 
in manga or anime, it's usually the male side. So to see getting an anime was really nice to see because they have a lot of vibrant characters in the series. So I actually am looking forward to that. Now, there is one other big announcement that I saw that came across, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, we're, um, we're, we're kind of hyped for this. Go ahead, Valky. I, w- I want you to take the lead on this one because this one's really hype. Well, you see, um, a certain Idris Elba has decided to executive produce an anime. Yes, Idris Elba and Sabrina Elba have decided to write it, do a deal with Crunchyroll, and they're doing a dark fantasy anime series. They don't have a final name, but they do have a general um, a general synopsis, and it's an Afrofuturistic sci-fi. That's all you need to know. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to pretense it. I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm so ready. And like the fact that he's going to do it, there's a potential chance he might voice a character in it. And we all know we, we want need that, to happen. that silky voice. We want that to happen. That's that's got to happen. Like when I, the news came out um, yesterday, I believe. Yeah, it came out yesterday. The news literally dropped yesterday. And it was such out of left field. So out of left field. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody knew what to say. Just kind of like, they were just kind of like, oh yeah, by the way, Aegis Elba and and, um, Sabrina Elba. Yeah, they're doing an anime. Dark fantasy anime. I'm in the back like, yo, let's go. We in there. Like, oh, Crunchyroll Originals, keep it up. Keep coming. Keep coming. Give me some more good stuff. Give us some more good stuff, because you've made a couple blunders lately. Yeah. A couple blunders. A couple blunders. But overall, that's pretty much all it for right now. There's a lot to kind of swallow this season, so we will know how we feel about a lot of this at the end of the season. But um, Toei, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know who you paid. I don't know what souls you had to sacrifice. I don't know what demons you fought, but um, keep it up. I'm loving it. Please, don't ever change from what you're doing now, because this animation that you have going on right now is fucking amazing, and please don't stop. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, now maybe direct some of that passion and respect towards Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know... They probably will. They probably won't. <laughs> it's Toei. You know, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue with you. <laughs> All right, that's it from us. Uh, until next time, we will see you guys later. <laughs>